I miss y'all. Like, I miss CCF hangouts. I miss church clap after service. I miss, like, just hanging around y'all till it's, like, super late. Um, and let me just say, like, I don't know what day of quarantine this is, but, like, I'm going through some sort of midlife crisis because I've been wearing slippers for three weeks now. And if you know me, like, you know that, like, shoes are overrated. And so um, this has just definitely been an adjustment for me. Um, I'm kidding. But I'm super excited that we have gotten the opportunity to do this live stream these last couple weeks. Um, and although we can't all be together in the same room, um, it's still great that um, we've gotten to connect um, through this live stream. We've had some awesome people shepherding this. And so um, it's been great. And we've actually, so we've been in this series called Peace. And last week, Victor um, shared how important scripture is um, to our spiritual lives. And knowing the word um, in turn helps us know the Father and know, helps us know his desires for us. Um, but tonight, uh, I'm just going to be completely raw with y'all. Um, I'm going to be talking about celebration and what that looks like, but I'm also going to be talking about grief and what that looks like. Um, so lean in with me for the next few minutes. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to get into it. Um, Father, thank you for being so good. Thank you for just showing up and showing out despite all this craziness with COVID-19. And I pray, God, now that you would just speak to your people we love you, we thank you, and sing your son's name. Amen. So, most of y'all know, but most of y'all know, and some of y'all don't know, um, but four years ago, I lost my dad to this unknown sickness um, in a week span. And at the time, instead of taking the time to, to grieve and to you know, process what was going on in my heart, um, I shoved it down. I didn't acknowledge it. Um, I, my main focus was graduating high school because it was my senior year um, and preparing for college and, you know, what people call the real world um, following graduation. And so these last couple of years have been a learning experience for me um, in terms of dealing with my grief in a healthy way. Um, but before Corona, all this craziness had, had started, um, basically grief had come full circle for me. So it's my senior year of college now, and I find myself angry at my dad for dying. I find myself dealing with undealt emotions that I failed to acknowledge four years ago. I find myself sad that he has missed so many important things in my life already and hurt that he won't get to see my sisters and I live out the rest of our lives. And maybe that's where you find yourself tonight. Maybe you're, you are going through a similar thing as I am. But in moments of mourning, Sometimes we can forget to be thankful for what God has done in our hearts and in our lives, despite the grief. 
some of us are missing out on special occasions. Some of us are missing out on moments with our families and friends and loved ones. I mean, maybe this whole social distancing thing for you is difficult. Like for me, not being able to hug people has been hard. Not being able to see people has been hard. Staying six, four to six feet apart has been difficult. We're all walking through a season of grief right now. But even if you're not, you've either faced it at some juncture or you will face it in the near future. Tonight, we'll be reading about some people in the Bible who also had a period of mourning. So if you would turn with me in your Bibles to Luke chapter 24, and we'll be reading verses 1 through 11. So it says, But very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them, clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and that he would rise again on the third day. Then they remembered that he had said this. So they rushed back from the tomb to tell his 11 disciples and everyone else what had happened. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and several other women who told the apostles what had happened. But the story sounded like nonsense, nonsense to the men, so they didn't believe it. So if you can already tell, this weekend is Easter weekend, and it's going to look a whole lot different because of this virus and this outbreak. But I want to let y'all all know, despite the deep sense of loss, that we don't get to celebrate Easter the way that we want to, we can celebrate because the tomb is empty. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus, were going to a tomb in grief. I mean, they watched someone meaningful to them die two days prior. I mean, Jesus, the Savior of the world, it doesn't get any bigger than that. Here's the thing. If you take absolutely nothing else away from this sermon, I want you to know that you can celebrate in spite of your grief and your circumstances wherever you find yourself in those tonight. You have the victory over this season and any other season because the tomb is empty. Sunday is here. The beauty about Corona that I'm sure all of y'all have realized is that we get to spend more time with the Father. There's no greater time to celebrate who He is and to show people who desperately need Him who He is than now. Celebration is about embracing who God is. It's about embracing who you are in Christ and where he has you spiritually, whether you're on top of the mountain or in the depth of the valley. When we celebrate who we are in Christ and where the Father has us, our love for him only gets stronger and our relationship with him only gets deeper. As the world is in chaos and in turmoil, we can celebrate that God has already won the battle and that we are fighting from the victory and not for the victory. And when we celebrate the Father, we give others who don't know him hope. 
celebration does not always mean singing and dancing. I mean, sometimes it may be in your darkest hour unraveling the layers of your heart to the Father. It may be sending an encouraging text to somebody. It may be sharing your story with somebody over Zoom or however you're communicating with your peers and your loved ones right now. For me, it's been worshiping in my room privately or telling others what God has done in my life through conversation. But most importantly, it's been thanking God for the simple things he's done in my life, even when my life seems like it's falling apart. Grief is hard. I'm not, I'm not denying that. I, this season has definitely been a learning season. But it's honestly been a season where I've seen God move in so many ways. And he's been teaching me something even through my pain. Grief sometimes feels like the biggest weight on your heart. It's sometimes you feel like you just can't get rid of it. But it's in our moments of grief and moments of brokenness and pain that we can honestly just lay our burdens down at the Father. And that is where we grow closer and deeper to him. So I'm going to leave you with four ways that you can celebrate where God has you, who you are in him, and who he is. If you have a journal, I would encourage you to jot this down. So number one, develop an attitude of gratitude. I know that a lot of us are facing battles with the coronavirus right now. Whether you are sick or someone you know is sick. Some of us are facing things that have absolutely nothing to do with corona. I mean, it may be the social distancing thing or strained relationships with family, friends, peers, or coworkers. I mean, even when things aren't going your way, God is still in control. He sees you where you are and loves you deeply. But most importantly, he has a hand on you and everyone around you, wherever, wherever your grief lies tonight. Wherever you're at, thank God for giving you the, the ability to do so because this hardship will only draw you closer to him. So number two, celebrate him by sharing your story. Just because we are quarantined in doesn't mean we cannot share our stories with people. The gospel is not confined to four walls. As you've seen with different churches around the area, I mean, the gospel is still being shared through different live streams. I mean, through Zoom. If the last month has told us anything, is that people desperately need to hear the good news of Jesus. I mean, there isn't a better way to share with people the miraculous things that God has done in your life than by sharing your testimony. So, what are you doing with your current story? 1 Peter 3.15 says, But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. And let me just say, if you're new to this live stream and if you've never heard the gospel and you want to know what this walking it out with Jesus is all about, I encourage you right now to just reach out in our live stream. I mean... I just want to encourage you, whether you are hesitant, you're on the fence about it, you've never heard it, or you just need someone to pray for you, just reach out to us and we have some awesome people that would love to help.
So right now, wherever you're at, what are three things you're thankful for? 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Which leads me to my third point, serving. I mean, there are people in our local community that need our help, and what better way to glorify God and celebrate His goodness than by serving His people? I mean, maybe you know someone who needs you to watch their kids. I mean, elderly people who can't go out right now that need that need your help. Call someone and pray for them. Write an encouraging note and tell someone how much you mean to them if, they, if they're feeling alone in this season. I mean, invite someone to Easter service online this Sunday. I mean, you can just hang out in your pajamas. Why not? If none of those options sound appealing to you, just pray and ask the Lord how to serve him best in this season. And the question is, I want to leave you in that point, is how will you best serve your community during this time? Which leads me to my last point. Repeat. I mean, keep doing it again and again. As I stated earlier, more and more people desperately need to hear the gospel. In Mark chapter 16, the book details the events following Jesus' resurrection. It says, After Jesus rose from the dead early on Sunday morning, the first person who saw him was Mary Magdalene, the woman from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went to the disciples who were grieving and weeping and told them what had happened. But when she told them that Jesus was alive and she had seen him, they didn't believe her. Afterwards, he appeared in a different form to two of his followers who were walking from Jerusalem into the country. They rushed back to tell the others, but no one believed them. Still later, he appeared to the eleven disciples as they were eating together. He rebuked them for their stubborn unbelief because they refused to believe those who had seen him after he had been raised from the dead. And when he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. So my question to you is, are you eager to show people that Jesus is alive and real? Are you eager to tell them about Christ's victory over death? Galatians 6 9 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Tonight, I don't know what area of your life you're grieving or where you're at in your grief right now. I know I'm in the anger phase, never thought I would be, but I am. But I want you to know that you can celebrate no matter what because of the cross because Christ remains the victor over death. Galatians 5.13 says, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. And it's because he lives that we can grieve openly and honestly, knowing that the Father will embrace us, because in all things we can find him in everything. So my prayer for you tonight is that you celebrate the one that holds you and holds all things together. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you for the cross. And thank you that we have the opportunity to celebrate who you are. We get to celebrate your son because the tomb is empty. 
Thank you so much for giving us grief because it's in our grief that we can celebrate who you are and we can draw closer to you. We love you so much. It's in Jesus' name. Amen.